All right. Uh, so I don't know what just happened. It was one of those things. I guess I'm distracted. I guess I guess I'm not. It's one of those moments where I'm not really paying attention. But uh, Di and I were at a rest stop in Pensacola. We we made this loop back up out of Boca Raton. We're heading up to the Panhandle, uh, and we stopped in Pensacola. He wanted to go to a Hardee's. They only had Carl's Jr. He got really upset. I tried to explain Hardee's is Carl's Jr. He had no, he didn't want to hear it. Um, and well, local uh, law enforcement has been called out. And we're, right now, I'm sitting in the car, and uh, Diamond Lewis Likes is sitting in another car being asked about his uh, tantrum. So uh, it's just me, and that's okay. I can, I can handle it. Uh, we'll run this. We'll see how this works. God knows I'm no stranger to just talking. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's one of those things where sometimes a road trip like this gives you something you weren't expected. Um, now, there was a young lady walking by. Uh, let me see if I can get her attention. See if we can get her in the car with us. Yes, you. Hi there. Come on in. You want to get in the car, young lady? I would imagine that my entrance is definitely like with frayed Daisy Dukes and like flying through the window involved here. It makes sense that you would play to this. Like I thought you had a line already that you used to use when you were a girl and growing up in Florida. In uh... <laughs> secrets to never be revealed. <laughs> uh, Wombat. Um, yeah, we we lost everybody. Twitter died this afternoon, apparently. Um, <laughs> so I can't talk to Di. We can't get him a link. <laughs> can't post anything. Can't tweet. Can't get getting their messages. So, um, but you were you were scheduled anyway. You okay with it just being the two of us? We just talk about art and uh, this crazy NFT scene. Well, here we go. Let's do it. Um, I had a drop today. You had you finished up a drop last week. Right. Last week you did your you 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 rewarded your your collectors. Um, do you feel that we're making the turn? Are you are you a little more hopeful about the marketplace about this whole scene than you were, say, coming into the holidays? I mean, it's just it's temporary, right? So I've always thought that, but yeah, it was kind of lonely for a while, wasn't it? I mean, it's always lonely for me. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm serious. I'm a, I'm a lone wolf. I just run. I just run my own thing, right? Um, but when it comes to to the market, I don't know. There's money kicking around. There's there's stuff being bought. There's stuff being sold. There's something in the air. I'm worried where we're gonna go six weeks from now. Okay. Because yeah. I explain. Think well, okay, here's the thing. I think this whole thing that's been going on in the NFT space in particular, uh, with this like mad dash to the open edition and this mad run to, to just front load some artists' pockets and projects and stuff, right? Um, I don't know that they've really thought through that. I don't know. How, we're already seeing two weeks in. The, the market is not holding, right? Um, if that's the case, what's their next step right are we is this is this going to be like instead of it being a, a six month to year long bubble where things got over you know 
overpriced, sort of un unreasonably inflated, and then that went away. But it took us a while to realize it. Is this the sort of thing where we're just cramming all of that into six weeks? Mm, right. And that's why I'm saying, like, you, you had a really successful drop uh, a, a bit ago, right? You, you Limited. Though. Of course, no, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying you were selling out everything in under a minute, right? Um, you were you were charging more tests than you've ever charged per piece. Yeah, to compensate for the price difference from the last time that I did this. Yeah. Right, right. No one batted an eye at it though. So they understood. Right. And and so that's what I'm saying. I, I think that there's some health out there beyond all of this, but I think you know, for those that don't know Wombat, uh, here we are just having a conversation with the girl in the parking lot. We seem to know each other pretty well. But Wombat, of course, um, is far more experienced than Dyer and I uh, in, in terms of uh, digital art, um, art, art that has anything to do with the internet. Um, you were minting, I think, even before either of us were minting um, with early foundation stuff, right? And You've been around, you know, longer than we have, but you're a real, I hate the fucking phrase, but you're like an OG um, web artist. Is that, is that a good way to Why do you say hate it? that phrase? That's fascinating. OG, I hate it because, because it's not, real OGs don't use the word OG. I've always felt that. This goes back to my, my teens. Um, <laughs> you have a very strong uh, stance on this. Okay, interesting. But you, you, are you an original gangster? I, I, uh, I've been told this, so I guess it's just sunk in due to repetition at this point. <laughs> Look, in this space, we have to talk about anybody who was minting before last Tuesday. As, <laughs> okay. But no, it just means you've been around for a while. You, you're, you're experienced. You, you, you were selling digital art before... Um, the blockchain. Yeah, that's what it, we're not even talking about minting, right? Yeah. We're just exactly. talking about career things, yeah. Yeah, you're a career artist. Um, even when you have taken gigs, they're, they're gigs that showcase your art, right? So for those that don't know, like I'm saying, so this is, we're talking, talking to Walmart, who's been around a long time. Uh, it's very close to, to my community, Grotto, Grotto Fave, Wombat, right? Um, she and I have worked together on on a lot of her projects and a lot of mine. Um, I help with utility and such, and she helps with anything that has to do with something more than a fucking paintbrush and gouache paint. Uh, anything digitally, Wombat helps me out with. So, um, but you're you're an NFT artist at this point, and you consider yourself an NFT artist. Of course. Okay, but you've You've been doing this, um, and I don't want to go into the whole, like, what did you used to do? But it matters in this case, because I like the fact that you've never worked at anything. Although I do, I do know that you did work at Steak and Shake, which is very odd. Oh, God. Yeah, giving me flashbacks to 17 years old. That yeah, lovely bow tie. <laughs> the little red bow tie and angry customers. But but for somebody that that you know you're not just like two knuckleheads like we are that we just sort of came into this thing and we're like oh hey there you are okay this is what this is your life right um, which puts you this is where I don't even like to call you OG 
This is you're you're like pre OG. Oh shit! Okay, pre OG. Right. I mean, this is, I mean, this is your life. And so, so you, I feel you have far more to say about it than than just me and die. There were many times where it felt like it could be a curse, though, because it was so difficult for video as an object to like have a place to live. Um, extremely ephemeral, like uh, it was it was hard to find a middle ground between getting commissions where I could still remain like artistic and not taint my style with commercialism. Cause I do believe that like enough exposure into that world, like you lose your original intent in the personal style that you had. Uh, and so I always realized that there was a great risk there. So it was very like particular type of specialized artistic verging type of gigs that I was able to get a few times over the years, more than a few, you know? More than a few. Yeah. Don't be shy. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you were, you were big in the concert visual scene, right? That was so fun. I would do that again, actually. I kind of missed that. Maybe I will. Been thinking about it, dabbling. But it's but on like the alternative realm that's now developed here is amazing to actually have like a solid or at least more solid place for video to live, to be tokenized. To be tokenized. Look, yesterday, um, my daughter went to the MoMA uh, here in town, right? And, and came back and she goes, yeah, so I get it. Like, I guess an NFT is a thing now. This is that's what she said. And I go, oh, yeah, you're talking about the old uh, Rafiq there, huh? You saw the Rafiq. And it's like, fine, I get it. I guess it's a thing. And I go, no, you, first of all, don't, don't say that now it's a thing to be in the MoMA in that sense, given that there's been digital art. There's been... There, there, you know, you've got video art, you've got digital art, you've got a bunch of different media that plays out and has been for a long time, right? But now you have the tokenization of it, which does make, whether it's for Rafiq, Anadol, or you, me, right? Uh, it makes it more understandable on some levels to be able to economize it. Yeah. I mean... I want Sense to ask though, is she play, is play she jaded to what is what is the idea that she's jaded to? What are you insinuating? Uh, well, she's first of all, she was like um, like a screensaver. That was her that was her critique. Okay, and I was like, well, no comment. It is. <laughs> it's like a screensaver that's an NFT. No, I said I said it's like a it's there's a lot more going on. Right. There's code involved there. There's specific code and specifically made for that. You know, they're taking actual elements of the atmosphere there. They've got the camera and they've got the weather and they've got the things that are saying what what's happening at this moment will reflect, you know, kind of like a screensaver. But um, but she she was nonplussed. Okay. But she has, you know, at 20, she's got different reasons to look at art and to make art and to be, right? And she hates well, the Okay, so it's already a step against it. She's just going to dismiss it anyway. The the average person in the population has not been taught to look at digital art, especially video, in an artistic way for decades. So, like, that's actually it's almost kind of a defense that I would have against you know the average viewer. Like, they haven't been taught yeah. to yeah. look at it that way. So, like, how are they supposed to actually know that that's there? 
you know, to investigate under the hood and all of that. It's largely been commercial in its nature, you know? So to them, they're going to have this no big deal kind of attitude maybe until it sinks in that there's so much more that can go into the medium. Well, and so that's not a battle that you're facing now that it's at the forefront. That's, that's, that's been there all along, right? I mean, all along people have been un, uneducated is what you're saying, right? Just un, unprepared to discuss it in the ways that they have more uh, casually understandable, you know, sculpture painting song right i mean you know we were we were listening today on spaces i saw you in there i could only handle so much of it but you know talking about how oh the the, the buffalo area with the you know first museum to have to recognize photography as an art form right that that whole yes there's con we're constantly looking at new things and it takes us a while to accept them as art Right. Yeah, same thing happened with uh, the graffiti movement. Let's talk about that. You and I had a little conversation about that at one point, and that was really, really fascinating. That is it you feel, or somebody, somebody accused you of such, or, or where is it that it comes in that you're like, I think that digital, I think that that NFT artists, in a sense, if they're truly NFT artists, right, if they're they're native, um, are going to have their graffiti moment. Yeah, that was that was me. I'm trying to remember. God, that was a long spiel that I gave you. I remember where we were. We were like walking around New York uh, when I said it. Yeah, I can't remember all of it now, but there's somehow I put together like some parallels of how I think that that's going to initiate in the way that it's going to play out and like the attitude of the people that were held back this whole time. But then they finally then the institution, you know, lets them in. Yeah. There's a lot of this has to do with institutional, right? So whether it's gallery or, or, or museum or foundation, you know, talking absolute mad shit about the NFT world to begin with, dismissive as fuck right off the bat, right? Um, then they don't admit that now, by the way. Oh, no, now, now, because now there's, they've, they've seen the, the dollar signs. They've seen the numbers that are being tossed around and you have MoMA clearing out 69 million to, to pursue this stuff, right? When you have the stupid Sotheby's and Christie's numbers, whatever they really mean, let's not get into that. Uh, but whatever whatever that might be, when you have the numbers involved and people go, oh, maybe I can make a name and move some money around. And, and I would hope that it's more than that, but there could be a tiny bit of it that's like some ancient curators died and new people took over. I don't know. Well, I think we'll get there. It's, it seems to me that every young curator that I hear from or talk with or am around or, you know, just passes by is so hell-bent on um, getting their, their MFA's worth right now. You know, that it's, that they, they weren't, they, if, they're, if they're a curator with an MFA right now, they probably started long before they knew what an NFT is. They're not. Mm. There. Maybe this next round. Maybe kids who are entering their first year of school now who are going to go on to become curators down the road. Mm -hmm, right. that these exist, okay? But I think that, that, actually, I think those are the dangerous ones, the 25, 28-year-olds who are, who are like, I'm finally here, and this is nonsense, because I've been waiting for, you know, six to eight years to, to get to the point where I can say this is the stuff I like. The, the dangerous, and, uh, dangerous in what sense? 
in the sense that they're going to chase it away even quicker, you know, because they've got, it's not, it's not in that, it's not in that, like, um, it's not in their portfolio yet, right? It's not in their, their mix. Okay. You do have, and I think, I think some of the success that people have had moving towards the institutional stuff tends to be um, either people who are, are established and then grasping for the NFT, right? Coming in on older work um, that was non-tokenized, that was non-blockchain, that was non-crypto, right? And then they're like, oh, you want it to be crypto here? We'll do it that way, okay? Well, yes and no. I mean, I'm sure that a lot of them are using digital mediums now, but they were the it's like their their schools have taught them not on that. So they're having to like make that jump now, and it's probably kind of an awkward oh, wow. jump to make. Like well, for instance, like for the longest time, like this is something, yeah, that I was thinking about just the other day. Like, there's been this, I. I may, I don't remember the realm of time, at least like 10 years where I've seen a lot of paintings, like actual paintings of screenshots and stuff. They were actually capped off there to be able to still like interact with a gallery and have commodified objects to distribute a painting, you know, with the galleries, like established collector base that was used to collecting paintings. Like they were like, that was like the cusp of post internet's conversation about the internet, but it had to be through old mediums, which is like, it's kind of, it's kind of amusing now, you know? Cause like, it's, it was a fun mix of two mediums, but it was kind of like- How long, how long, you, how long you were you talking? How long I'm you talking, talking like in the past 10 years. So like what, what feels like happened in the past two years is just like a dam burst and like all this tidal wave of digital everything that was being wild, walled off before, like is just pouring out. Like you just can't, you can't hold it back any longer. And I'm excited by that. Well, it's extremely exciting. I mean, it's thrilling, right? It's, um, especially for you to have sort of wanted that dam to break for so long, right? Like, to, to I, yeah, I kept thinking it was gonna break like 15 years ago or 10 years ago. There's like a point in time where I was like, oh my God, if it hasn't happened yet, like, is it even going to happen in my lifetime? Like, this is crazy. Like, is video going to be doomed to be in the commercial realm mostly forever? You know, other than like indie films and some other things like that. Like, largely, it, it didn't have that recognition, you know, to be what it is becoming really fast now. It's very, it's wild. So if you... <clears throat> If you take that that outlook, right, where you go back and you're like, okay, ten years ago, the the best you could hope was like this sort of media crossover, right? Like you're saying, where you'd have to almost reinterpret yourself in a media that would that would have some sort of sellability, right? But if you go from there to the last, let's call it three years, obviously, yeah, we've had some crypto, you know artwork for a little longer than that, but let's be honest, there's a three-year window here where there's a viability, you know, economically to play out. As you've been watching all of that, okay, did you expect, if, you, if, if you're if you looking, you go back 10 years and you're like, there's nowhere to go here, we're, we're locked, we're having to move out of ourselves in order to become viable, right? You move forward those seven years to the to the cracks opening, the fissures opening in that dam. Did you expect it to be your elk 
that then comes flooding down like here we are we've arrived let's finally get our recognition and our our our, our let's get paid okay let's let's have our little celebration of our moment or did you expect it to be what it is i don't see it that way i don't see that that the last three years have been a celebration of all of those long hard working digital people who sort of didn't are you talking you're talking about so is this a reference to fine art versus entertainment people or like what are you referring to not even that not even that i'm saying somebody like you right just 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 saying and you do cross in between fine art and not so much entertainment, but to a degree. I mean, your your concert work was was. Deep. I've never heard you call yourself you know entertainment, but there's some of that. I mean, it's not VFX stuff and, and that, but but I'm saying for somebody like you, a lifetime digital artist, right? Did you expect that that when the NFT thing started and and there started to be some recognition and now it's there, the 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 means to monetize this stuff and and normalize it and pass it around and introduce it to people beyond the small tiny world of it okay did you imagine that it would be you and your ilk that would be the ones sort of rising up or would you be fighting in that same space with designers and vfx people and mm. people? oh I mean, got nothing you nothing more than you know a pencil and i apple pencil and an iPad. <laughs> Or me. Ooh, this is an expansive head, question. Your space, right? Like, uh, maybe you would be the least expected, actually, if you want to talk about what I expected three years ago, you know? Right. Of um, because cause you've invented, you've carved out so much of what you do through the mechanics of it, which was even harder to imagine three years ago than just the medium itself, like that as a medium. Right. Like, is I mean, pretty next level. So like you would be, you know, the type where I'm most surprised by your existence, for instance. But 100%. like when it comes to like, I guess it does make sense. Like VFX people, that makes sense because um, they're a little more tied in with tech and all of this is tied in with tech and techs, the tech world's taste has not really been fine art. Predominantly it hasn't been. And fine art has tried tried to get them interested like even brought fairs over there you know to silicon valley area and they just they haven't they like their own culture they didn't really want fine art taste making for them they've been kind of opposed to that um so it's i guess the way that this has played out actually does make a lot of sense like considering that like all the diversity in the space you know like fine art is now fine artists are like kind of taking their approach into it now but like they there wasn't like a major concentration to pay attention to the most cutting edge tech in art schools or anything like that so they weren't going to catch this first well now if you're looking back on it and you're saying well it makes sense is it is it disappointing to you that it's that that you're you're finding yourself surrounded by a lot of people that okay logically yeah well that would be how it would be but wouldn't you have wanted it to be more celebration of the time and 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 efforts put in i mean i'm sorry if, if people are going to be calling me og i want to be treated like an og 
And I'm, Do, I'm are you here. implying, sir, that I'm not treated like an OG? I am. I am. Damn. Okay. Listen, why? Let's look Listen, at it this why? way. No, I'm what? telling you, I'm saying what? you don't get you don't get celebrated nearly as much as you should be. I'm oh, saying okay. that you I'm I'm saying there's a lot of pretenders to the OG throne. And uh, not many have your pedigree. Not okay, so your, this your, is your, interesting. Let's let's like okay, so take like not even considering web three things, like just media in the world. Well, how many people are going to know about the MoMA exhibit that your daughter just attended versus the Avatar movie that just came out? How does that play out in the world monetarily too? Avatar, That's Avatar a little came bit out in two thousand eight. Came out. I saw it on New Year's Eve, two thousand eight, night of like I was getting divorced. Okay, boomer. There's another Avatar that just came out. I haven't seen it. It's not really like my style. However, do you know you you know what I'm trying to say? I knew I'm, about, to say I'm just saying I knew about Rafik and I didn't know about the new Avatar. <laughs> I'm. But what pulled more money is my point. I would imagine that that Rafik. <laughs> okay. I thought I was making a really good point. No, you are. But... I'm, being, I'm being difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that if you want to talk about the attention being given, well, I mean, there's different nature behind crowds in this space. And like um, the more heady stuff isn't going to be something that everybody understands. And there's a difference between collectibles and fine art, like in the attention and the nuance made there. And it's just, they're just... I don't think that there's like realms that shouldn't exist. I just think that we need to understand that it's it's sort of like the comparison that I was making. You know, do I think that the new Avatar movie shouldn't exist? No, nerds love that shit. You know, like let's well, it's one thing you're too. not. One thing you're not. It's you're not a nerd. Oh my god! Don't even get me started. I'm <laughs> sitting at my five monitored mega desk right now talking to you. A <laughs> little bit of hypocrisy there. Yes. In, in, in a studio where you have all sorts of contraptions set up throughout the, the studio to everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a thing. Um, so, so then you're saying. And I just want to get this clear. In the re look, what I was trying to do is trying to set you up to go, yeah, son, I should be far more celebrated than I am because you should. Okay. I was giving you your spot to claim it and say, that's right. Recognize motherfuckers. Well, maybe but, I'll just see that happening well, in the near future. I, I envy this. Okay. What this is, is this comes from, and, and you and, and another friend, Lorna Mills, same way. You both have been working on this a fucking long time. You've learned patience. You've learned to, an understanding of the passage of time. You've, I haven't. I have zero. I, I don't I, think, yeah, she nor I have the same level of impulse issues as a lot of people in this space. <laughs> I mean, we have our own flavor of our own, but it's not the same thing. I, I'm already bored waiting for my my drop, which finished about three hours ago, not to not to uh, you know get me invited to the Venice Biennale. That sounds about right for you. Yeah, people <laughs> haven't even seen the artwork yet, and I'm mad that they're not celebrating. 
I've listened to you on spaces. I've listened to you on podcasts, kind of, not really. Uh, I've, I've heard you talk all over the place. Not that many people ever really get to dive on, on recording. Okay. I've, I've heard it happen. I've actually had these conversations with you at times. But recording, not many people get to go, hey, walk me through what, what you're doing there. What is, you, you call them video paintings. Okay. It's a video painting. A lot of people, if they're, when I've talked about it, they initially say collage, okay? I, I cringe when they say that um, because I do feel that you, you paint more than assemble, right? Yeah, absolutely. But tell people who don't know your stuff what it is that, that you do video painting-wise and, and why are you doing it? Walk me through, tell, walk me through the last one. Oh man. Okay. So it's a multi-step process. It's very involved, but it ends up accumulating a bunch of internet objects together. It's, they're about like the landscape that we live in. We live more in that landscape than we do in real life at this point. There's been like a substantial crossover. Um, so it's, uh, it's, I go through these intense digging processes. Like I have all of this data saved up that I've hoarded. I'm basically a digital hoarder of a bunch of objects that mean something, objects and sound and video and all of that. And there's a way that I, I guess I reinterpret them like semiotically into like a form of hieroglyphics that actually paint my world observations in a composition, but it's very meme based. It's like meme cult based. There's a lot of like, if you're more familiar with interfaces, if you're more familiar with the dark web, if you're more familiar with more controversial places online, like 4chan and other odd places like that, like the Silk Road and stuff like that, this is like an imagery. It's, it's imagery that references a lot of those things and then baked together to talk about what's happening right now in the space. But if you, uh, if you want to talk about like the painting aspect to it, like, well, yeah, so, really? so you, let me just interject there, right? So mm -hmm. you have all of these, these, these things, these found bits and, and pieces, and you've just got, you've got files and files and files and files of them. That's sort of your, your, I don't know, it's like your palette, right? Yeah. Got well, it's my raw materials anyway. Your raw materials. Okay. And so you have all of these and then you, you'll remember one that might lead you to another, lead you to another as you go and bring them together. Okay, so like your last piece was five elements, I, I believe. Yeah, five. Okay, so you'll you'll have these five different things that you. Um, how much how much of them are are strictly taking the the piece, and then how much are you building into them? Oh, that's hard to say. Um, I it's I feel like it always ends up being only a third or less that's that's remnant of the original raw material but then the, but then that's sometimes yeah but it's probably enough, usually feel, less than that I, in feel the end. I feel it but it's still enough that it holds the reference yeah exactly that see yeah. and that's like a tricky sweet spot that that's part of why these take me so long to put together because it like it really needs to there needs to be a, a right amount of the reference left over and a right amount of like the messiness of the original rip from the internet. For instance, like 
if it's a jip, like some of those are really janky. But then I'll also kind of clean it up and make it a little prettier. You know, I'll remove dupli duplicate frames and things like that, and I'll recolor part of it. But but like, but I still want it to reference like the original thing, the the message that was baked into it, like the cultural, you know, uh, things that were put inside of this symbol. I want, I want to derail this for a second, even though it's great. I lo I, I love it, but I'm I'm curious. Because, you know, I, I'm now thinking, uh, because I'm so self-absorbed, about how I do the same thing, where I want to leave some of the reference there as I take these things. But I've never asked you, do you, how much of, what, of, of your practice do you consider appropriation, if any? It is appropriation, but it's like re-amalgamation. But I mean, fair use is baked into my practice since the very beginning. So that's just it. And fair yeah. use is a fundamental like topic of media on the internet in general, which is like why I'm so obsessed with uh, like reaction GIFs in particular. I use them like a lot. I'm super obsessed with them because they really hit like like a question within fair use, like heavily in my opinion. So yeah, the whole thing deals with, with fair <laughs> use for sure. I want to dig into that for just a second too. Right, we're, we're gonna come back. This is great. This, I, I hope I hope people enjoy this and then get to see your pieces and and, and think through this as you as you know as you're looking at these pieces how much goes into them um, and the reason I fucking love the reasons that you make the work right. So when we talk about fair use and reaction, Jeff, right? I think the stumbling block for for many is to go well. That's Bill Cosby. And you are, are saying, look, correct me if I'm wrong, please do, because this is how I've, I've taken it, and I want, to be, I want to be corrected. But I've taken it, no, it's not Bill Cosby, that's the reaction of, like, oh, did I do that, or whatever, whatever the, the meme portion of that, whatever the, the statement, whatever that thing is, right? And, and so you, you're not even using Cosby, you're using whatever feeling or notion or that the, the, the total just implies. Is that right? Well, okay. Yeah. So this happened a lot, especially with the piece that I had um, in Vellum last year. Um, there was uh, people really latched on to the Willy Wonka within that piece. But that Willy Wonka is a reaction gif that is just like one of the most famous that I know of, like where he goes, oh, really? It's more about like snide competition commenting with one another online and online debates, you know, or like signifying like, oh, you fronting right now? That's what's getting thrown at the other characters in the composition. It's not just like, haha, I love Willy Wonka you know, which I sometimes get. And I mean, that's okay. That's okay for people to like that on a base level too. There's just a lot more there. Yeah, there's a fucking fuck ton more there, you know, <clears throat> which is, is something for me where there have been times, and, and you know, for disclosure here, I, I, I work with you with the utility, right? So there's times where where I sort of deep dive into to one of your pieces. We talk about what's going to become what's going to become what's going to become what, right? And early on, I would be like, well, the George Clooney. And you'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, you would be like, and I would be like, well, the George Clooney, where he's like moving his head. And you're like, oh, okay. Because to you, it wasn't even fucking George Clooney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yep. It was the motion. It was the movement of the eyes. It was the reaction, right? And that's where I started to understand. And, you know, on, a, on my level, I'm constantly having people, you know, say, oh, I, I, I know who that baseball player is. So I get that. And yeah, it's, you it's, do, don't you? No, that has nothing to do with with what I'm doing here. I understand that. And yes, on a, on a base level, yep, that's a guy. That's a thing, right? But but no, I mean, I'm I'm doing something completely different with her. And so so I I liked with the moment with the George Clooney thing with you is that moment where I was like, oh shit, that's right. You're these this is this is just a part of the craft here. And mm-hmm. I love that. I mean, and it, I think it it starts to change immediately everyone's perception of your work when they can get past because some of the the, the images are so iconic. You know, I painted the one. Uh, with with the the Muppet animal. Oh yeah, profits. Yeah. Profit. Right. Yeah. So I painted profits. I reinterpreted in a collab that we did. Right. And so I I physically recreated in painting, just like you were talking shit about earlier. Hey, it's all I got, baby. That's all I can do for the crossover from the video. <laughs> I can I can paint. <laughs> By the way, I never told you either. The the title profits like profit is a common troll response online, like. There'll be like a long description of how to troll somebody or an institution or an entity, and like the very bottom will say profit, like oh, as in okay. like see, the end see, of the troll. <laughs> see, for, for artists like me and Dive with the most likes is because we're wildly successful. Yeah, you're just like cha-ching. Yeah, it just means that we're just getting paid millions and millions and millions. <laughs> Dive with the most likes. His open edition last week, he sold forty-seven million dollars. In 12 that's years. what's up and most of that profit so you know it's it's a shame that he isn't here right now because i wanted to tell him about how i wrote that article that's about to come out and uh and so i was i i, I read you know a good amount of right click save stuff but then because i had written this article i was going through their backlogs to like read even more of their things while I was thinking like, God, my article is like really out there and like really different from a lot of this other more academic type of writing on there. And lo and behold, I come across his article, which is totally from outer space. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be fine, it's fine. I think I think a lot of us use him now as the sort of bellwether of, yeah, no, I'm, I'm actually the, the same one here. I'm the one, I'm not the one pushing any. So. <laughs> um, yeah, every time I think that I've gone too far, too far, I just open Twitter and see whatever he just tweeted, and it makes it reminds me that I'm fine. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not pushing any boundaries whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so you have all your elements. You've, you've got the the reasons there. Each one of them means more than its appearance. Okay. So now what do you do with them to get them from, like you're saying, like get it down to like 30% original. What, what are you doing? Are I you mean, doing- it's like there are certain things that techniques that I tend to use across the board, but then there's like other ones that are just very particular to like the element. Like, I don't know, just like, since I have to, I guess an example would help here. Like the, uh, um, the one from the G series that, uh, that has the Doge references in it, you know, the Shiba, you know, the, the double-headed one. Double-headed like, Shiba, you know. 
Okay. It's just a, it's like a long decision-making process when I fight with one of these things, like, and then it just develops more and more. Like, obviously, like, I didn't find, there isn't like, I create the, the double-headed nature of it was something that came out of me messing with a singular yeah. dog for a while, thinking okay. about like the two-faced, uh, the two-faced bipolar nature of these markets and how these markets affect everybody, whether they play in them or not. Um so it's like a global, you know, like tides going in and out that affects everybody, you know, but it's like kind of invisible, but kind of not very strange. Uh, and uh, so I'll, you know, morph a whole other head onto the thing and then like paint it and pull it apart and then like reanimate sections of it and like paste it back together and make sure the masks are all feathered and make sure it all lines up so that the pieces like make a new animal and then like, I'll find other things that seem like they could be coming out of it and then reassemble those and, you know, put like the little, the little doge dogs in there. Oh, and those glasses. Like I, I took like some Ray-Bans and, you know, like made them into the meme form glasses that have those dashes, you know, on the shades. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it, there's like a whole, multi-layered like recoloring process where I kind of blow out parts of it and then I bring it back and then blow out parts of it and bring it back. Blow out meaning like I mess with like the like, curves and the hue and the getting saturation. Your hair, getting, getting your hair done. And then <laughs> getting my hair I done. Learned that, I learned that the other day as well. Blow out, <laughs> you gotta go get your blowout done. You know, being a lady is a highly technical process. So, you know, maybe oh, there's some relation there. I'm the, I'm the dummy for saying that. I, I took the bad joke. <laughs> because dad was always like isn't here just try and yeah yeah you got to pull through without that one well yeah i don't know did that kind of answer your question though no, about yeah, like it, it, i love I, having people do studio visits because it's even better to like actually walk them through the process and you see how many um pre-comps are nested within like the original comp like it'll be like 50 or 70 sometimes in a certain case where I have to bake in everything that I've done for one step of it in order to make the machine run it properly. Like the machine's already built to be optimized for my After Effects software, which means like, instead of having more cores in it, it has a lot more RAM. Uh, so it's kind of an unusual setup that like I put together when I was doing the bigger industry work. But like, even still, like there's a whole way that I have to like optimize every step of this in order to like, because so much detail gets put into every piece that there's no way that the computer would like actually RAM preview it for me to see what I'm doing unless I bake in frame stack over and over and over and over again. But like, it's especially fun to like, like when I've had, I've probably shown at least four people um, the part of F series where it's like me on the bull but it's not me because it's like the yes daddy meme girl's face, which was the inside joke from the grotto, you know, oh. that I put a crown on her. But then that's my body that I took a picture of in a chair to complete her because the gif is only her head, you know, but then to show people that particular one where like, here's me and I had to cut myself out and then I had to animate my shoulders to go with her shoulders in the gif and then I had to cut her out and then I had to put, you know, it just goes like on and on. And then the bowl had its own separate multi-processing, you know, of layers and stuff like that. And then it all comes together. And then they're like, oh, now I get it. Well, that's the thing. You, it's one thing to bring people over for a studio visit out of some weird obligation that it's what you do. One artist should come to the other. 
you I never do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying you do. I'm not. I'm actually saying that's what most people do. I'm saying that going to yours for a studio visit is fucking thrilling. It's like it genuinely opens you up to process in ways, you know, I, I'm certainly jealous. When it comes to my studio, they're only coming because I got a cappuccino machine. Shut up. That's not true. And you know it. Only reason. Seriously. And because they don't believe they're so tiny. <laughs> the paintings are tiny. Um, yeah, I, look, this is why it's fun for me. I get to have these conversations with you every once in a while about your work. But hearing you talk about it and being able to see it, it's, it's fucking thrilling. It's so, do, you, do you consider yourself an animator? Yeah, an experimental animator. What I get more often than not is if like some rando in the elevator is like, what do you do? I, if I say animator, they mean like, they go, you mean like Disney? I mean, my stuff's been very experimental forever. So it's kind of, it, animation should cover it as a term, but like, you know, I say experimental to kind of differentiate from Pixar and well, things like you're that. Not like, you're not like the other girls you don't wear pink. Did you just say I don't wear pink? Yes, no I, bigger I lie just... has ever been told. Every, we're looking at your background here. Every you. single I know. Place. Yeah, every my whole Technicolor studio. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, of course you're you're not just a, you're not some Disney animator. Not like there's anything wrong. I, if I you know I can't draw. I can't do anything like that. I'm, I'd be jealous to know all that stuff. So I'm not I'm not knocking the Disney animator. God bless you. No, guys. of course not. Okay. They don't really draw either is the secret. I mean, I'm most sure of them. So okay. just so you know. I know. I'm the last of the dying breed. Actually, actually, actually renders the human form in some sense <laughs> on, on tiny baseball cards. Hey, There's very, I, few of us left. There's very few of us left. It's I'm very a, convinced that painting will never die. So don't you worry about that. Well, you once told me, and I'd love for you to expound on this, because I'll get it wrong on the court. Apparently, everything I've quoted from you today, I wasn't really listening. That's one thing we've learned today. I was about to make a comment about having a Y chromosome, but go ahead. I, I, am I the one with the Y? I've never... <laughs> it's a, well, I'm that ought to tell you that much, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> right? Um, now... You once told me that in this, in the face of this onslaught, it's an onslaught, the AI. Arc. Oh, we're going there now. Okay. <laughs> you once told me that we were going to be fine. I love how she, she, this uh, animator, uh, steps in and he said, we, okay, because, because we as humans creating this stuff. Wait, be... I said this? You told me that. I said I knew you were going to disagree. Okay, with no, I'm not disagreeing. I like start over. I'm confused. Start You're over. saying I, you were saying that we're 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 going to be the relics, and we'll be appreciated. Oh, well, we'll I didn't. I mean, I guess I. Said, <laughs> like I said, you make it so grandiose <laughs> that I don't even recognize it later. Um. Well, again, I I have these lofty uh, views of you and your practice and the things you have to say. Uh, that apparently, you know, once again, the big battle here is that I think what you said was more important than you did. But I, I found it very uh, 
grandiose, to say the least, that you're saying, in the end, nobody's going to know how to do the stuff we know how to do. Oh, well, okay. I didn't say nobody, but I said that no. that the, the human touch to rendering was going to be increasingly rare. And what does increasingly rare say to you? You know, what could that potentially mean? It's very interesting to think about. Yeah, it becomes this thing of, are you cast out or are you celebrated as, you know? Are, are you an endangered species where you're are still you, doing you're, something? You're definitely that's... an endangered species. Are you going to be protected and venerated? Yeah, right. The reason I want to bring that up, okay, is because very, very often you get confused for being an AI artist. Or generative is another one, which, you know, it's like, there's probably only like a five or there's five or 10% of elements that are like little things in there that are generative in nature, just to clear that up. So it's like not a yes or no, but it's, I wouldn't, it's not an overall generative thing. Yeah. I mean, th see, this all goes into, let's go back to, you know, your daughter or the average viewer, like people know the medium that like so little that they're only just beginning to tap into the multitude of different processes that make digital or video art or any of this. So it's a pretty innocent question when somebody says like, do you have, uh, you know, like, is this AI? Cause they just think AI makes really cool stuff and my stuff looks cool. Like that's how I take it from them, right. you know? So it's, it's, it's like a totally innocent, uh, kind of ignorance and people will hopefully like learn the differences but my stuff is complicated so I it doesn't look much like other people's work either so it's probably part of a guessing game that they're trying to do figuring out how I made it that's a part of it I'm sure it's also I think that they they feel that's it that's a, a, a phrase that they feel comfortable uttering that puts them into the conversation they think is being had. And it is right. in other places. In yeah. other places, exactly. And so stepping into that, you know, I, I, we've had a lot of conversations of how many people are sort of forcing generative tags on you. They want to include you in generative shows. They want to include, you know, how much of this is generative? What is your, all your generative artists? Um, because it becomes a comfortable point of ex exposition, right? It's like that's yeah i mean they decided to include hybrid works in so in certain generative shows so like technically yeah like technically like a lot of things are hybrid like it's uh i i love that kind of stuff obviously so like i'm all for it you know like a lot of processing and reprocessing and decisions and complexity like i just i'm into it you know so <clears throat> We're going to wrap here because I'm about to have a coughing attack. And I don't have yeah, don't die. I, well, yeah. Uh, I don't have anybody to run interference while I just cough. <laughs> um, I had I had an hour long. Or did I do an hour? About 40 minutes in the grotto earlier, and then we've had our little thing. Uh, it's a long time for me to be able to talk without having shown my, my age. But um, what you've got, right-click slave – I did that. <laughs> By the way, I, I have, I have, when we simply hang up, I have to go uh, get the domain right-click slave. I think you do. I do. It's perfect. Pronto. But you've got a right-click save uh, article on the horizon. 
coming out in a few days. Yeah. Panel um, talk like in a week or so and yeah, um, the the freeze situation is coming through LA and you know, digital stuff is going to be a part of the conversation, which is nice. Haven't heard of that for freeze before really. I mean a little bit, like sometimes they have data art and smaller things like like that, but uh but yeah. Well, good. Um, at some point, I'm probably going to bug you to, to co-host with me if you have anybody in mind we want to chat with um, outside of our little banter. Um, oh, I, I'm already thinking of some. Yeah. yeah. Think about it. Think about it. We'll get you in as a co-host. Um, die, you know, once once you get to that level where, look, Die, die the most likely is going to be gone the next uh, two weeks. Okay, because he is, you know, with the Pussy Posse and, and Leonardo DiCaprio, they're going to St. Bart's, like they're just, you know, uh, doing that whole thing. He's like in that scene now. When you when you're selling millions, millions with an M, millions of dollars, Mark, in minutes, uh, all of a sudden he's like living another life. So he's not always going to be here with me, you know, toiling away, uh, you know, just trying to to make it day to day like I do. So. I'd like if you came by more often. Be down with that. I think we can arrange that. Okay, good. Kitch, thank you for your help uh, coming through. As usual, the best in the business. Uh, Kitch is the best podcast producer uh, of either of the pods that I've run. Uh, hey, well, I appreciate that. And But the uh, police sound in the background is beautiful. And it reminds me oh. of, you know. Leaving Carl's Jr., hopping into the hot spot, grabbing two Slim Jims and some uh, flaming Hot Ruffles, sour cream and cheddar with LeBron James on the front. That's the way you do it. And we will. I waved goodbye to Die as they took him away just now. So we'll, uh, we'll wrap it. Uh, next week, it'll be me and who knows what we got going on. Shout outs to, to Die and Grandfathers. All right. Uh, we'll see everybody next time. Thank you. Thanks, Wombat. <laughs>